There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Olive Podcast. Each week we ask our favourite chefs, cookie writers and characters from the food scene to reveal their top three cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts to help make your time in the kitchen truly effortless. Welcome to this bonus episode. I'm with Tim Anderson and we are talking about his top three um, tips or hacks for easier cooking in your kitchen. Um, what have you got for us, Tim? Okay, so the first one is to get a decent rice cooker. And by decent, I mean one uh, that has that's multifunctional and, okay. and especially one that has a timer. Right. I got one. I, I used to have a rice cooker. It was the first piece of cooking kit I actually ever got when I was in college. And then I had one when I lived in Japan. And then I, I hadn't had one since until last year. And it's it's literally life changing. It is. It's first of all, it makes great rice. And and yeah. I my rice cooking method on the so- stovetop was like hard earned. I practiced making rice for years and years, <laughs> and so it was almost sad when I had to say goodbye to like cooking rice on the stove. But I haven't looked back. Okay, <laughs> um, I love this. Co- the rice cooker because it's got this thing called fudge, fuzzy logic. It it can detect. Uh, moisture and heat uh, within the cooking environment. So it knows roughly how the rice is cooking and can adjust the, the heat accordingly yeah. and how much steam it releases. It's, it's amazing. And and I should say by decent, like some of these rice cookers can cost like hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Yeah, I heard that. Mine was 120, which is kind of expensive for a rice cooker, but it, it's so worth it. And like the main thing I love about it is the timer function because I can set the rice to cook overnight and have it in the morning for breakfast, or I can wow. set it in the morning and have it for dinner. Um, but then it's got all these other sort of wonderful bonus features. So it's got like a slow cook function. I made rendang in it a little while ago, and it was awesome. It's got a steamer function. You can steam vegetables in it even as the rice is cooking. You can do that. <clears throat> um, it's got a crust function, so you can make tadig or or no, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's just awesome. It's like a it's a great great piece of kit. Um, what else could it do? Oh, I haven't used it yet, but it's got a yogurt function. So if you need to, if you want to ferment yogurt or anything else that has to be kept just warm, like 40 degrees, yeah. you could do that in there. Um, it's got different settings for brown rice, and, and brown rice cooking is, is I think, particularly yeah, kind longer, of isn't it? Yeah. annoying and takes a long time. Um, so again, combine the brown rice setting with the timer function, and you just have brown rice when you want it. It's 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 amazing. It's it's basically like a rice on demand machine. It's it's really, really great. Get a rice cooker. Um, what about number two? What have you got for us? Uh, uh, number two is along similar lines. It's to um, <laughs> use your microwave. If okay. you don't have a microwave, you don't need to get one. But I've I've <laughs> discovered that the microwave is it's so good. It's it's good for so much more than just like reheating lasagna, which is yeah. basically what I the only thing I used to use it for. Um, <laughs> It is, you can cook in it. This is the thing. You can cook vegetables in particular. Um, I think uh, they, they they come out great, most of them, from the microwave. And I, I read up on how a microwave works and, and why this is. And basically, a microwave selectively agitates water and fat molecules in food. Mm. Um, so what that does is boils the liquid 
that's in the vegetables and lets them steam from the inside out. So it gives, I think, like a really great vibrant flavor uh, mm. because obviously unlike boiling or even roasting, you're not losing any of that flavor. Um, even with steaming, I think it gives a, a fresher tasting result. Um, and it's it's incredibly quick. It's incredibly clean. Um, there's very little risk of overcooking yeah. vegetables that way uh, because the heat's not that intense and you can do it just you know a minute at a time or whatever. It, it is awesome. It, it's like it's changed the way I've cooked vegetables, realizing that the microwave can do this. Um, and it, it's, it's simple. I should tell talk about the actual process. Basically, you put any kind of prepared vegetable in a container with a lid, or you can just cover it with cling film loosely because the steam can make the lid explode and pop off. Uh, but then most veg, you just start with a minute and a half or two minutes, um, check on it, stir it up, and keep going until it's done, basically. And uh, some of the things I've been able to microwave are game changing. Like pea shoots are beautiful yeah. in the microwave. They come out sort of perfectly steamed and mm. fresh and crunchy. Uh, aubergine is actually amazing. Um, really? Yeah, it, it, it wow. seems through and it allows you to cook with a bit less oil, which I like because yeah. sometimes aubergine dishes are a bit too oily for me. Cauliflower works really well. Uh, uh, shelled edamame, asparagus, runner beans. Um, also, you can add a splash of uh, some kind of delicious seasoning like tsuyu mm. or, or a miso sauce or something or just soy sauce in, and that will steam as well and sort of infuse into the vegetables as they cook. It is Amazing. Uh, great. Okay, and what have we got for number three? Oh, so number three is just generally um, if you can buy something pre-made and it's yep. good, do it. Yeah. There's, no <laughs> sense, there's no sense in making something just to say you've made it just yeah. for the brownie points or, or as a matter of pride or, or something like that. So like two things in particular, three things that I pretty much always have on hand and, and use regularly are frozen gyoza, mm. uh, which are really, really good. Like they're really hard to beat, to be honest. Like you can make your own gyoza and chances are it, it, <laughs> it'll only be as good and probably not any better than a, than a good store-bought frozen gyoza. <laughs> like seriously, they're, they're amazing. Um, the other one is, it, is, is there a in, brand of gyoza that you would, or is it just go to if you've got well, a Japanese actually, supermarket? They're not technically gyoza, but the fresh Asia dumplings, right. the Chinese ones, they they are really good. Yeah. As for gyoza itself, I, I like ajidomoto, which right. is a old classic standby full of MSG, delicious. Um, <laughs> then the other one is uh, instant miso soup. Okay. And um, for this one, try to get the kind that's got a paste rather than a powder. Right. That yeah. is better. Um, but I've I've I buy it in bulk. <laughs> um, I have, and I also found out because I costed it recently because somebody asked about like uh, Japanese meals on a budget. And mm, it, it's not that. actually much less expensive to make your own miso soup really? from scratch. Yeah, it's it's, it's surprising. Um, the only issue is the packaging. It has a lot of packaging, but yeah. you can recycle it. Anyway, instant miso soup is again one of these sort of game changer things to always have on hand, not just for Japanese meals, but just if you want a little sort of soupy snack. Yeah, it's it's delicious. Um, and then uh, the other one are pickles. Like I I like pickling things, and I do it often. I'm a um, a big fermenter, and I like a vinegar pickle as well. But store bought pickles, pretty good. <laughs> like, uh, and and again, it's like if you want to sort of cobble together, especially a Japanese meal. Yeah. That's one of the key elements, and it's it's good to have them on hand. And there are some pickles I just can't make as good as as the you know actual pickle makers. So yeah, because that's what they they do for a living, isn't it? Exactly. And, and also, like in its 
in itself, I mean, it's it's to be made and put in a jar. So if someone's right. out there doing it with their expertise, then, you know, fine to buy. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Well, th- those are three, fanta- well, more than three fantastic tips. Um, <laughs> thanks again, Tim. And thanks for coming to chat to us today. Thanks so much. It was fun. Thank you for listening to the Olive Podcast. For recipes and more information, head to olivemagazine.com. Do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. And don't forget to subscribe at iTunes, Acast, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.